This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. Hi, I'm Brian Teer, author of Doomstead Days and The Empty Form Goes All the Way to Heaven and Poem A Day guest editor for the month of June. I hope that you enjoy today's offering brought to you by the Academy of American Poets. This is Jose Felipe Albergue reading Mobile Architecture. There's a photo of my mother in Disneyland, and it must be from the early 1980s. It would have been our first time after migrating to America. She rides a teal cup above the ground and spins, which I can tell from the blur across the trees behind her face, shockingly clear and still for the camera to have captured. This moment, despite limitations to vision, to make sense of what is only seen briefly and for the first time, which is to say an impression, only light and aperture and timing on the part of the seer. Los guanacos llegaron ya, y llegaron cantando ricacha. It must have been a day, my mother newly orphaned, newly arrived for once, not pictured holding two needing children in myself, my brother, me fifteen months behind and already equal in size, more so, maybe, more need, more giving, more need, more holding. Los guanacos llegaron ya, y llegaron bailando ricacha. I've been told that I would dance in the morning when she would come into our room, me already awake, waiting, jiggling as best I could to the rhythm of her voice. She would sing a song she sings now to my children, my daughters. I can hear it in the mornings downstairs because we sleep in the attic so my dad can use the bathroom over and over again throughout the night. A shuffle here, a shuffle there, and I worry throughout each breath. But I get to hear this song again. I'm told I would dance as much as a giant baby might be able to do. It must be a charming sight, a little movement with profound effect, profound relation. In the photo, her arms are not visible, holding to something, only her face clear and bright and still. Everything else in the diagram of refracted space, just noise, blur. The camera focused and the moment connected. She is holding, I know, a child. My brother, maybe. In another photo, there is a hint of a blue hat. A photo of right before or right after the one where her face catches my attention as if to say, dance now. You don't see a lot of photos of diaspora sitting in cups like this, or through choreography, or through a diagram, much. Not like this, in the sense of a ride. But we have them, most all of us, in our homes. Nowadays on our phones, there for us to look through, not like my current memories which require a flight and some coffee, some warm pastry, stories though, always a way of starting so that we can get there to that stillness amidst the whirling. 
I think about the power of a mobile architecture, the agency in the verses brought forth in the marking of presence, a specific presence that is conscious, and we won't have them as much after this era of separation, deportation, and detention, which ultimately ensures one form of experience, and it is a devastating one, with a train of effects whistling into uncertain futures, clouded and dark, where to surpass trauma remains personal, and the word we utter private, and thus never worthy of the public archive, public debate, or the epistemologies we describe as democratic. One long line for the one kind of experience. About this poem. In diaspora, one internalizes stories of a shared past in empowering and distressful ways. We exhaust our relationships struggling to perform health while anxious, depressed, and traumatized. I wrote this poem thinking of my parents, my mother specifically. We left El Salvador under tragic circumstances, and yet here is this photo of valence, utter joy. I wanted to see how the American sonnet could be used to capture the complexity of a situation where the atomistic narrative of an individual's responsibility to get over pain meets the post-national context of a prolonged transgenerational entanglement with exceptionalism, structural violence, and storytelling. Poma Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poma Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org/give.